Welcome. In this episode, Dr. Garcia continues to share through the Alessi Group Facebook Live page about the NAUIC theme days for this past year's Week of the Young Child. This is her third installment to highlight Work Together Wednesdays, where she refers to it as Work Together, Learn Together, Build Together. You're listening to the Early Foundations Podcast with Dr. Isela Garcia from Alessi Group. Hi, everyone. Um, Day three of Week of the Young Child um, through the National Association for the Education of Young Children, who hosts this um, event that occurs once a year in April. And um, today's theme is work together, build together, learn together. So we're going to talk a little bit about building. And so what I'm doing is I'm jumping on each night on Facebook, so Monday through Friday. And I do want to share that tomorrow I'm driving to Bullhead City. I will be training um, kindergarten teachers in Bullhead City. There will be three school districts there. And I wish I could remember which three will be there, but we'll be doing organizational space and time for the kindergarten experience. So I am going to try to find time. Uh, probably when I am in Bullhead City, uh, in Laughlin, actually, uh, to do a um, to do the next theme uh, on Thursday, and then again on Friday. So I will be there for the two days. So I'll try to make that happen. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about building. I'm trying to keep this to about five to ten minutes. So let's talk about building. So building with young children, I will tell you that it is one of the um, experiences that got pushed out of the classroom when we're talking about kindergarten for second and third grade um, many years ago, because the value, I I guess there was a perceived um, or there was a perception that building was not something that built that supported foundational skills. Um, And I don't even know if the, the perspective is that that it didn't build foundational skills. I think it's just that the learning didn't, wasn't immediate and it didn't look like um, children were learning anything. And I have to tell you that at all levels, and we're talking all levels of early childhood education, birth through third grade, and I would say even beyond that uh, block building and uh, just building in general supports so many skills. Oh my goodness, so many skills. So when teachers ask me uh, when in the kindergarten experience that we're working on um, right now, they ask what are, what area, if I had uh, you know money to be able to invest in one particular area, what would it be? And I, ha- I struggle between two areas, um, the sociodramatic play area and the block area. And the reason is because uh, the opportunities for Um, The opportunities for whole child development in both of those areas are incredibly significant. But let's look at it beyond that experience, okay? So let's look at just building in general. When I was um, first started in the field, um, like a really long time (laughs) ago, like um, just a few years shy of 30 years, um, we, I worked at a program that we didn't have a whole lot of money. And so what we used to do is build, we used to take the um, milk cartons, 
Do you remember those old milk cartons? They still have them, um, like for almond milk and the, those just the square milk cartons. Well, they're not square, but when you hold them like this, the shape is. Um, and we would collect those and parents would bring them in. We would wash them out really well and we would make our own homemade blocks. And so that's what we used. And we used stuff like um, sheets, old sheets. We used tables, even our tables that were outdoors. Uh, and the whole idea was to build forts and just build structures and build whatever came to mind. Um, that kind of in ingenuity, that's <laughs> a hard word for me to say, um, is pretty significant when we're looking at 21st century skills, when we're looking at the opportunity for children to really be creative um, and innovative. We're building foundations for what is coming. Um, if you've been to any of my sessions recently, one of the things that I talk about consistently is how the world is changing. And technology has changed our world just in the short duration of my adulthood. And then when you look back into my childhood, you know, we had rotary phones and we had phones that were kind of hung hanging on the wall with the 5,000 um, foot uh, cord that we would, you know, walk around the house with. And to now where our phone holds, it's, it holds our pictures, it holds our calendars, it's our GPS, it, 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 where we do our banking on it. I mean, what has happened in the short duration of my lifetime in terms of technology, we have to recognize that in the next 10 to 15 years, it is going to really change how we, change how we live our lives. Um, One million jobs disappear every year, three to four million jobs emerge. And the truth of it is, is that we don't have the skills to be able to fill those emerging positions. And what people are looking for, what employers are looking for, is they're looking for people who can think outside the box. They're looking for people who um, can think creatively, who are flexible in terms of change and the dynamic that happens in terms of change. And the other thing that employers are looking for are, um, are individuals who can work collaboratively together, who can communicate effectively. And this is of concern because we're looking at technology and how, the way that we are perceiving technology, unfortunately, in schools is that children should, that, that we're, we're making them um, consumers of technology. So they're just pushing buttons and they're playing games, but they're not producers of technology. That's a deeper level experience when children have to produce something based on their background knowledge, their experience. Why I say this to you when we're talking about blocks and block building or any kind of building in general is that we have to recognize that what happens when children are being, are have to construct, um, to construct, to, to create, to take materials like recycled materials and think of different uses for them. All that's building the foundation for innovation and design. So this basic elementary sort of foundational um, creative experiences that often get shoved out of classrooms uh, really are critical for what's to come in their future in terms of 21st century skills. Um, if we want them to be able to enter the workforce, they have to be able to be flexible in their thinking. They have to be able to uh, take risks and uh, creativity is an opportunity for children to take these risks, this practice of taking risks. And so give children um, not just blocks. I mean, a lot of classrooms, particularly preschool classrooms, uh, especially if you're part of Quality First, you have blocks. Um, but think of other way, things that you can use for children to build and construct. 
there are recycled materials. You could even look at what loose parts look like outside in your playground. What are the opportunities that you're providing outdoors for them to construct and to build? Um, that social engagement that happens, we, we, we look down at that somehow that that's not a significant part of learning. When we, but when I hired people, when I was an administrator of schools and I hired people, um, quite honestly, I got a lot of great applicants with master's degrees, um, with bachelor's degrees and many, many years of experience. And the truth of it is, I was really looking for people who could work collaboratively together, who I felt had a strong sense of self. Um, who could be a model to children in terms of their own self-regulation skills and their be ability to communicate effectively. And I got to be honest with you, sometimes those were people that did not have degrees. And so the, that in itself, especially as we continue to evolve in this world, isn't going to be enough. It's going to be to have the skills to be able to be creative, be innovative, to work collaboratively with others. Um, when I, as a consultant, one of the things that keeps me in business is, is I get hired often to help grown-ups learn how to work effectively together, learn how to communicate with one another, learn how to problem solve and really get on board really working towards uh, a common goal, the same vision, um, and really building a sense of purpose in the workplace, because that is uh, the foundation for the experiences children are going to have that creates the climate for positive learning. Uh, that's so critical in the first few years. So when we look at um, building, think outside the box, and we're talking even babies, when you look at infants and toddlers, um, and just how they're, they're exploring the world, give them experiences that really that really extend. Um, too often we rely on, on store-bought toys or catalog toys. We go to all the, the big catalogs in early childhood. I'm not naming any names. Or, um, you know, we go, if you go to any of the big box stores, you'll see so many things with batteries in them. My rule as a mom, I actually put that at, this out on um, all of my cards for um, the holidays I or even my child's birthday. I would say, please, nothing with batteries. And Gia quite literally didn't have anything with batteries until she was about four years of age because I wanted her to really think. I wanted her to wonder and to question. And sometimes we rely too heavily on the things that we can easily purchase, even in the block area. So many of the things that I have in our kindergarten classroom, model classroom, are things that I have purchased at Goodwill or at a thrift store or at Savers. Um, and, and there's stuff that you wouldn't even think about, like napkin rings, um, stones and rocks, um, little, uh, the, the, um, what are they, tree cookies when you, when you trim off your tree, uh, the landscapers, if you go and ask them if they can just cut up some of the tree cookies, you can put that in your block area. You can even take those outside and you can use them for building. Hi, Joseph. Blocks of compassion engagement of children and their talents and reliance on diversely creative and curious team education without an understanding of self and collaborative partners is difficult humble purpose of learning is critical absolutely oh my goodness that is incredibly true and you know it really when children are engaging in these types of experiences i think one of the things that 
that becomes a, a practiced learned skill, like you have to practice this, is for teachers to pay close attention, teachers and parents. This is across all, it doesn't matter. It's just if you're around children to learn how to pay close attention to what's happening in the experience um, among children, working collaboratively with one another, and then trying to figure out get inside their mind. What is it that they're thinking? What is it that they're, um, what is it that they're exploring? Um, even just the, the language that's used with their uh, peers, what is happening? And how as an educator can I then provide materials or support or ask questions to really help them go deeper and think more critically? So there's so many opportunities that occur in when children are building and constructing. And again, it doesn't matter whether it's indoors or outdoors. Um, we just want to make sure that we are tuned in to children and providing these rich experiences. Um, and you don't need a whole lot of money for this. Quite literally, if you're a mom and or dad and you um, have a table <laughs> and a sheet, you can throw a sheet over and, um, you know, you can build forts and you can construct and you can build things out of recycled boxes and materials. Uh, you should see my, my child has a creation station. That's what we call it. And so we have whatever cool material, like boxed materials, packing packaging materials. I do a lot of online ordering. So all of those um, boxes of varying sizes, containers, uh, even some jars go into our creation station. And it's the opportunity for her to use that to um, just create incredible things. She's actually making a playground um, out of cardboard boxes and like a small miniature playground. So uh, when she's done with that, probably next week, we'll go ahead and take some pictures and share that with everyone. So anyhow, I hope you all have a good night and thank you for joining us. Thank you, Joseph. Talk to you all later. Thank you.